You are listening to the Claim of Throne Blodgecast. This is your host, Ash, and with me is your host, Cabba. And I'm Cabba here from the Claim the Throne Coffee Cast, where Cabba asks Ash his advice on turning freshly brewed espressos into a lovely flat white or latte. So, uh, Ash, what can you tell me about um, making your own fucking coffee? Have you bought an espresso machine? Just a manual espresso maker. Makes a real fucking good espresso. And um, when I drink that after one sip, I'm buzzing for about three hours at work, which is really good. But if I want a coffee that lasts more than half a second, they don't taste as good. Too milky or too watery. Right, right. Okay, so so you received that thing in the post already. I did. That's awesome. And do you stash it at work or are you using it from home? Nah, just at home. Um, okay. But you can yeah, bust out a, a quick shot um, if I pre-grind some beans the night before and then, um, yeah, just press the cunt in the morning. Mm. Um, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, because you've got the hand. Well, it's an electric grinder, but it's like one of the hand sort of ones, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, very similar to yours, just one lever pull. Um, yeah. But the grinder yeah. itself, you have to scoop the fucking grinds into the basket right yeah 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 so that's yeah that's kind of probably costs you a couple of minutes but that doesn't whatever have you figured out a system of how much coffee you need to grind up uh gradually learning i don't have scales or anything so i'm just sort of winging it Um, so first bit of advice and this is probably coming directly from the mouth of ian benet yeah is maybe get a digital scale um if you buy and this is word of advice. If you buy a cheap one, which I have bought a couple, they don't go down low enough into milligrams. It's just grams. Yeah, right. So it's pretty hard to sort of gauge like you'll be dumping in and also placing the coffee <laughs> onto a little whatever. And then it'll be all of a sudden like five grams more because the shit ones take a while to catch up. Mm. Um, but it's sort of more like a feel thing. Like once you figure out how much coffee it looks like in the basket, then you should hit the ballpark. Anyway, so figure out how many grams should be in a shot. If I were you, I'd use the double shot basket if you've got one, because most coffees you have these days at a cafe will be two shots. The problem Um, is, yeah, that, that's all cool. It's got this little scoop thing. So I pretty much just scoop one scoop of beans and that makes two to three shots um but yeah there's only you can only pour in so much boiling water when you're pressing your shot and it's just enough for like i don't know for one double shot yeah less probably a shot really a shot so you yeah you'd need to read your manual a bit more i'd have to have a look at it because really all it's about is getting the right amount of beans so the right grind so you want it ground actually that's probably what it is you probably need to grind it finer yeah i was thinking espresso is a very fine grind whereas like you're probably doing it a little bit coarser than you should have it and that's probably better for what i'm having right now which is a french press thing so and that's that's what's a little bit difficult about the quote-unquote I'm just saying hand grinder, but it's like a, it's the one where you put the stuff in top, like a spice grinder more than a actual stand up coffee grinder. Mm. Um, so 
yeah, you need to figure out how fine to grind it. And maybe that you can Google some tips on how to sort of judge that. And so it should be quite powdery rather than um, grainy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Then after that, you need to figure out how much of that ground grain, Let's. I think it's like somewhere in the realm of 18 to 22 grams or something. Yeah. Figure out what that looks like, get it in the basket, tamp the prick down, <laughs> pull your shot and your shot should be approximately, I don't know, I think it's like 30 or 60 mils or maybe that's booze shots I'm thinking of. Figure out what that is. Once that's in your cup, um, I usually put a separate cup in the microwave and on like half power, um, just heat up for like probably a minute and 10 seconds. Of in a milk mug or and water? Milk. And then yeah. pour my shot that I've pulled into the milk and stir it. And that's literally how I... When I oh, make you okay. a coffee, that's what I do. Oh. Mm. Yeah, right. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, we'll come back to Sedge One uh, on the next episode, I guess, which is now discussing coffee. Nah, yeah. we'll uh, try to keep things music and metal on this show, but yeah, just thought uh, that would be funny. Yeah, well, coffee is something that we usually drink if we're not having a beer while we're doing this podge. Yeah. But also in the studio, it sort of lends itself to coffee. Yep. I did make um, espresso martinis last night and they were oh, fucking mint, like first shot. Wicked. So like, yeah, one one press of a yeah, coffee shot and one shot of vodka and one shot of Kahlua uh, and with some ice and shaken and poured into a martini glass with a couple of beans on the top. Real good. Oh. Like That's mad awesome. fucking high for a few hours and then crash like an arsehole after that. Yeah, perfect. That sounds awesome, man. Um, one thing I will say is that if your coffee is watery, it's probably because it's not ground up enough. That's what I would think. Okay. Because what's happening when you're pressing through the shot is it's extracting all of the oils and shit out of the beans. And yep. That would be my guess. If it's going through too fast, it means it's not actually extracting anything out of there. Yeah. Which I is do why... I get left with a lot of the shitty after um, coffee, which I guess you just tap into the bin or fucking put in your garden or something. Oh, yeah. Is it watery when you... No, I wouldn't say it's water. It's, it's damp. Dry. Yeah, that's... Yeah, but I mean, that's supposed to be there. It's not supposed to push any of the beans through into the coffee. Mm. So, that's that sounds right. But yeah, yeah, I would man look at YouTube classic, yeah, tip and um, find out because I'm sure there's plenty of people having the same dramas, and especially like tips for using a spice grinder as a coffee grinder. Yeah, I certainly haven't powder. had a drama. Like they've all been pretty decent. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. just like if I have like a shot of coffee with the rest of the cup filled up with hot milk, it's just too milky. Yeah. So I yeah. was watching some shit, and some people sort of will fill their their coffee cup like half up with boiling water and then pour their shot of coffee over that and then put top it up with milk um but even still that loses a bit of the coffee flavor i guess that is weird i would never do that (laughs) it's um (laughs) if you get a latte or a a fucking flat white at a coffee shop or a long mac they're all pretty much the same drink it's just the amount of froth yeah is on it and I would say a mug is too big. So yeah. you think think about like a small coffee cup at a coffee shop, not the regular yep. by any means, but the smallest one you see. 
that's about the size of the coffee I'll make for you if you're at my yeah. house. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably like, I don't know what the equivalent is, but... If you want to make a long black mm-hmm. and of the coffee variety, do you <laughs> essentially just add boiling water? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think... Yeah, I find with espresso and a long black, it's like a bit too bitter, perhaps. Whereas um, if you do it in like a French press or with a filter style, um, that I think is a bit more, um, or less intense maybe and mm-hmm. a bit more flavoursome, yeah, less cool. bitter. But yeah, that is how you make a long black and um, yeah, also a coffee. Yeah, good one. Well, Sedge 2, I guess we need to discuss Sleet and um, the new Borknagger album. Oh, yeah, it's funny because I thought you were going to say something else. (laughs) While you were sorting out your internet issues, I listened to the whole thing start to finish. Yeah, right. Um, Yeah, it's pretty cool. What do you you reckon? Yeah, there's a couple of songs I really like. Um, That title track, True North, I reckon is a fucking perler. It's really weird sounding. Um, Has that Borknagger feel, but I don't know, like almost like an old school fucking rocky doomy sludgy style sort of thing catchy as fuck oh, i almost thought it was a cover or something um, yeah that's the one that sounds like a pop song isn't it yeah almost yeah yeah in a weird sort of way but i just thought it was really unique and catchy as fuck yeah that is weird eh? kind of heroic in a strange sort of way but the whole album has like a bit of an early tear feel i'm talking like the ragnarok album that is like, exactly what i was thinking yeah, just that the clean sort of heroic vocals um, with like trippy ass fucking guitars and stuff. Um, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's as good as the last album. Um, that sort of got quite a lot of plays from us back in the day until got over it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's a few more listens. Yeah, it's a... They're a funny band because, yeah, I do like a lot about them. Um, and, yeah, there's no lyrics, but there's, <laughs> you know, there's certain lyrics like there's one he's talking about the great painters <laughs> and all these all these heroes are gone or something like that. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, that shit makes me sort of laugh a bit, just sort of like how he's talking about architecture in the previous album. <laughs> and it's not that I don't care, I don't care about lyrics in general, but... um when I think of lyrics, it's the Oasis methodology where someone asked him, you know, why do you say yeah and baby a lot or something like that in your songs? And he said, I think those words just sound nice to hear. Okay. And, you know, so um, Deftones is probably another example of a band with sort of nonsensical lyrics. And I think a lot of the time it's more about how the words sound being said, you know, or the phrasing or the whatever, rather than what he's actually saying. So, it is odd to hear someone heroically singing about a great painter, (laughs) (laughs) if you know what I'm saying. But aside from that, I think, yeah, I think it's pretty cool, man. I'll definitely give it another listen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And glad I got a chance to listen to it. Something else I've been listening to also is um, Sleet-related, Wolves in the Throne Room. Yeah. I did bust that song out that you linked me to the other day. Fucking 18-minute song. Yeah. Ridiculous. I walked to the hen house from home the other day. Okay. Didn't didn't have a car. So, I listened to that entire album (laughs) um, walking 
to band How long's the walk? Uh, it was about, it was literally the length of the album, like 47 minutes. Do you yeah. carry your drum kit on your back? No, 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 because I just had to use <laughs> sticks. Kidding. Yeah. That was That's it. fucking wild. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, nice. Yeah, well, they're there, coming to Australia pretty soon. Should be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never seen them live, but I would be keen. I've heard good things. So you're going to go? Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah. Mad. Uh, I've got it in the calendar. Sleet's got a ticket. Yep. So pretty cool. I'm looking yeah, forward to yep. it. Um, um, Metallica just cancelled their tour this morning. That was the Sleet news I thought you were going to be talking about. Oh, so. Is that Sleet news? Well, he, he's the one who told me about it. Oh, okay. Is he going? He Well, he was. All oh, right. Cool. I could have hung um, out with him. I didn't even know. Yeah, I thought we talked about that on a podcast from nine years ago that we released a month ago. Oh, yeah, probably. But yeah, I actually was going to try and interview him this morning Ooh. about it. And because, um, yeah, he sent me the post and it's like James is struggling with addiction and has gone back to rehab. So I just asked him a few quish, uh, questions. I asked him a few questions. Um, I said, you know, obviously personally gutted. Will it sour the idea of watching them if they rebook the tour? And also, does he have sympathy for James? Like, is it, you know, how does he feel about that whole thing? And as far as like, you know, Kirk Hammett was rumored to be back on the Hezzer recently. So if James is just getting boozed all the time, he must really be fucking boozing to be cancelling tours. And what does he think? So piss and addiction his, and also alcohol. Yeah. And his sort of response was kind of quite um, mature in that, you know, he's not hell bummed. He's also not extremely disappointed in, either, like selfishly, yes, like he'd really want to see it. But at the same time, he's just, that's the way things are. And he hopes the old mate gets the treatment he needs, but yeah. he will be all the same keen to actually watch them when they come around. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. What What about your thoughts as, I guess, a less of a Metallica fan um, diehard than Sleet is? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, kind of weird to hear things like that. Like, I was looking forward to seeing him in the show, but also couldn't really care less, get money back. Um, mm. But, mm. yeah, the thing as a whole, I don't know, it just sounds weird. I don't really have... You know, well, no one really has enough information on it to be able to comment too much or judge him based on it. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I always, I don't know, the pessimist in me always thinks that there's probably more to a story and that's just the easy way out to to say that there's an addiction problem or a mental health problem or something. I don't know why I would ever think that, but... Mm, that's unusual. Um, I don't know. When I first read press releases like that, I'm like, oh, this sounds... Like I reckon there's more to this story. Yeah, um, okay. But then as an actual human being now, um, I think it's a good thing. They shouldn't, certainly shouldn't be pushing tours if they're not in a healthy state. So, mm. yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, it is weird because, you know, they were doing all those rules during um, the sort of early, mid, late 2000s where they were saying you know, we only tour for a maximum of like three days and then we literally fly home to our houses on a private jet for a week and then come back out. Yeah, they are um, old as fuck. Yeah, and they're doing, it seems like they're doing a hell of a lot and they did, you know, S&M 
two, which would have been a pretty huge production and yeah, yeah. a lot of pressure, a lot of rehearsals. So maybe he's just burnt out, man. Can't yeah. be fucked. Um, and yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he's just drinking to sort of cope with that or that's what mm-hmm. happens when you hit the road. I know what that's like. Fuck you. The first I'm thing majorly. I do is wonder, geez, I'm thirsty. How do I quench that? <laughs> Slightly um, different when you're a band like us who puts that much effort into something and goes and plays to five people at each show around the country. <laughs> at least yeah, when you put that sort of effort in and you're playing to an entire football stadium of cunts. I'd like to think that that would pay off. But I guess when you've done it that many times over that many years and you're still, yeah, pumping out all these fucking projects as an old man, um, like S&M and stuff. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah, and I was thinking too, like, they don't need to tour. So I think it would be a privilege for anyone or people would be lucky to see them make their way to Perth, for example. Yeah, you'd like to think they're doing the tour for something other than money. Yeah, well, that I, th- I honestly think they are because they don't fucking need it. Yeah, so if it's um, for I fun, that's a fucking, um, yeah, awesome thing for a crowd to get to see. Yeah, I, I truly think it would be for the fans, which is, yeah. you know, strange. Because big bands, yeah, I think they often tour for money or just to fill a, fill a hole mm. and also a place in their hearts. Yeah. So. <laughs> Cool, man. Sedge 3, what else you got? You're going to America tonight. Yeah, leaving in about 12 hours. I'll tell you one thing is that, first of all, I checked my passport and the goddamn thing was going to be expired within six months of my trip. And lucky I checked it three weeks ago because a passport takes about three weeks. Um, Yeah. Red hot tip, don't say you want it. If you're in Perth, don't say you want it delivered to your house, opt for it to be picked up from the passport uh, office in Perth City. Is that to save Um, time or what? That is to save time because they Mm. will literally print it in Perth rather than printing it in Melbourne and sending it to Perth. Yeah, right. So that is actually a lovely lady at the post office gave me that red hot tip. She also gave me the advice and (laughs) um, yeah, it was probably done within I reckon a week to a week and a half and then I... Delayed a few days to pick it up because I was working elsewhere. But uh, yeah, when I went back to my old place in the city, I was able to just nip out on my lunch break and pick it up. Yeah. So they do um, slug you hard when you need a quick turnaround passport. If you yeah. forget to check your expiration date until like a week before you leave, you're kind of yeah. screwed and you're hundreds and hundreds of dollars out of pocket. It's like 700 bucks. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, so I was pretty happy to have discovered that before, but I did read some rules about the States because it's kind of crazy. You apply for visas and you go there and you're not supposed to overstay your trip. Um, so if you're going to illegally stay in a country, it doesn't matter whether your passport's valid or invalid or got one month left or whatever. If you're going to do something dodgy, you're probably going to do it. And I think America is aware of that. So they have a deal with like a bunch of different countries where if your passport's valid, it's valid. Who cares? Um, you've booked a return trip. You're, you've got a 90-day visa. As long as it's valid within that time, you can enter and exit. The problem is though is that some airlines are used to that six-month rule and they might not let you board. Yeah. 
the plane. So that's a bit of a yeah a reason to do it. So I did it, got it, worked out good. Still cost two hundred and ninety three dollars for yeah a renewal. I think that's brutal because um you know you apply for it. I don't think the renewal should be that much money, but whatever. Um, but yeah, then there's the other side of it with going to the US, which is getting the the temporary visa, which is called the ESTA and yep. ESTA. You got to go and apply for them. Last time I did it, I think it turned around in like real time, but mm-hmm. this time it didn't. And they actually have a banner across the top of the screen. Don't do this any less than 72 hours from when you board the flight or yeah. again, you might not get let on the plane. Yeah. So I did it. It was probably, you know, 12 hours less than 72. What's that? 60 hours before. And I thought, mm. oh, fuck, here we go. I'm going to fuck mm. this whole trip up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I checked it last night and it had actually been updated. And it might have been done quicker, but I didn't get an email notification that it was approved. I just checked my application and it had approved. So thankfully. Yeah. Um, yeah, all sorted. Doesn't hurt to print those things or yeah, have it screenshotted on your phone and ready to show someone, even though they can look yeah. it up. I got fucking grilled on my recent trip to America in customs. Did uh, you? In, in Seattle, yeah. I don't know why. This lady was just so angry um, and just asking so many fucking questions about, yeah, what we're doing there, how much money we've got on us, how much we're planning to spend, uh, detailed information about my job and what I do, who we're going to visit, how he met his wife, where does his wife work, all this intense questioning and shit. Um, yeah, and she literally said, show me your Esther. And I, I don't know, being a cab, I had a printout, gave it to her, which I think she was surprised about. <laughs> so, um, fuck yeah, I'm going to do that then. Um, or at least, yeah, have it on your phone where you can just flip it over. Worst case, Ontario. Mm. Just give them as little reason as possible to grill you. So it's the you... last thing you want after 30 hours of flying. Yeah. You've like been drunk, you're hungover, you haven't slept, you fucking haven't showered, want to kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I, I mean, I guess it makes sense. But is it is that because you're, the answer to the first question, why are you here? You said to visit my friend. Uh, I can't remember what, the order of the questioning. You? No, like, they, they asked us... I was with Sophie. They asked us what we were doing there. We pretty much said we're on our honeymoon. Mm. Um, and we both kind of answered it at the same time. She's like, one at a time, please. And yeah. And then I think, we, yeah, we just said we're on our honeymoon. And oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, but what are you actually going to be doing while you're here? And we're like, oh, I don't know. Just sightseeing, um, seeing some friends. Yeah. And that's when she said, who's your friend? Like, mm. uh, a guy. Where do you know him from? Like, well, from Australia, he used to live there. Yeah, but where did you meet him? Like, where did I meet him? Like, at a concert, I think. <laughs> Something like that. And yeah, really bizarre shit. How do you know him? Oh, fucking. <laughs> it, Jesus Christ, mate. <laughs> I guess they just want to make sure you're telling the truth and if they grill you hard enough, you might slip up and just blurt something out that you're not meant to. Yeah, yeah. Part of me wants to joke around with that shit, but it's just <laughs> oh, not, not worth, worth it. Yeah, the hassle. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I'm sure people do because that's like you say, you get off a fucking flight for thirty hours or something, and you're like, mate, 
shove it up your fucking asshole. Why did you give me the goddamn visa in the first place? Yeah. If you weren't going to look into it or something like, mm. God damn it. Anyway, is what it is. I expect that entering America, so don't care. Glad they can yeah. at least, you know, we speak the same language and stuff. Um, it's a lot harder when you're getting grilled by a foreign authority that doesn't mm-hmm. speak the same language as you, fuck. Yeah, for sure. Mm. You packed yet? Nah, nah. Just um, done some washing and stuff. But I'll, I'll travel pretty light, man. I pretty much treat it like going on tour. So a few t-shirts, a pair of jeans, shorts, you know. Fuck Kicks. Socks and jocks, mate. Snare. Kick snare, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I might look for a few things over there, like get a new pair of jeans, for example, and a few other things. So I don't want to pack too much shit. Um, yeah, and I, I just take my backpack. Mm-hmm. People at work, it's funny, they just freak out. And they're like, oh, so have you packed? Oh, you, you know, you've got to leave work drinks early to go pack. I'm like, no, no fucking way. I'll just, <laughs> if all I can take is what I'm wearing, then that's fine with me. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's just the years of traveling and catching planes and all that bullshit. Because someone at work was saying, oh, I'm heading to Sydney. They're like, oh, I haven't been to Sydney since 2003. And I'm like, almost fucking spat my coffee all over the place. Like, what? <laughs> like, I can't, I don't even know how many times I've been to Sydney. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy thing, eh? Yeah, I've got to do a runner, man. Uh, and also leave. Oh, that was got to be one of the most interesting fucking music-related podcasts <laughs> we've ever done. <laughs> coffee, visas, and um, Borknagger. Yeah, all right. So, should we go out with a couple of Borknagger songs? Yeah, well, at least one. I really like uh, True North. Um, Let's otherwise, put that if you've... on. Yeah, all right. And then, uh, yeah, going to watch The Grandy today. It is grand final day. Oh, yeah, were you doing that? Big, big sound from the west of the town, um, back to the town with your windows down. Uh, probably my mate Travis's house. Well, definitely my mate Travis's house. Cool, all right. Sounds good. I don't know if I'll watch it. Yeah, whatever. Could go to the Scotto yeah. just to get maggot. Might do that. Be bustling and hustling. Hustling and bustling. Cool, man. All right, I'll let you blow. All right, have a great trip. And uh, next episode, we'll find out what happened to Ash at the customs counter of his most <laughs> recent trip to America. <laughs>